Friday, Flashback Friday. This is Rashida Miss Moods. And as I just said, Flashback Friday. Got some quick things in my mind. Welcome to my playhouse. Let's play. So first, I want to say rest in peace to Nancy Wilson. I love Nancy Wilson. I thank my mom for allowing me to know what good music is because of her and my dad and you know their siblings you know I grew up around Ella Fitzgerald, Nancy Wilson, you know Fats Domino, so on and so forth so I just wanted to say that. Um, I also want to touch on <laughs> sports so totally switching subjects because usually that's kind of what I do when I talk to my friends anyways so you guys are my peoples so this is what I'm going to do but anyways I am not a LeBron James fan anyone who knows me knows that I mean I respect this game no doubt you know I get that I respect it and however comma What is it with him and these damn teams? You know, not one, not two, not three, not four. He did this whole spectacle, you know, when he was at the Boys and Girls Club in Stanford, Connecticut. Shout out to my hometown state. Um, When he went to Miami and, you know, him and D-Wade, you know, they, you know, had their little stint there. And then he goes back to Cleveland, you know, I guess when he went back to Cleveland. I guess the people that burned his jerseys they have to tape them up or something? I don't know how that works. Because <laughs> that was dumb as hell. You bought money, and you're going to burn this man's jerseys. Like, what's wrong with you and burning? Like, look, I'm not buying. I'm not burning, excuse me. I'm not burning shit that I spent my money on. I don't give a damn. Look, <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan. You don't see me burning my damn Emmett Smith jersey. Or Tony Romo jersey, but maybe I probably should, according to certain people. However, comma, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm burning stuff that I spent my hard-ass money on. Like, y'all are stupid. And it exceeds races. All of them did it. I seen blacks, Mexicans, whites, you name it. They were burning in his damn jersey. And he goes back to Cleveland. First of all, you know, Dan Gilbert and this whole, you know, you suck letter that he pretty much wrote to LeBron. Now, he goes back. And y'all buddy, buddy, I would not go back to an owner that wrote me some scathing ass letter for the whole public to see because you're mad that I went from Cleveland to Miami to go play with my boy. He wasn't going to win any championships there with the team he had built around him. He had every right to go. Thank you for coming to Miami and, you know, helping us build, you know, when we already had a ring without you. However, I was with that. But then he goes back. He does win one. He did. Looking with Cleveland. Better cast this time. Then he plays for a few more years. And the supporting cast is not doing what the supporting cast is supposed to do. So then, Bron Bron decides, you know what? I'm going to take my talents out there and show time.
going out to the damn Lakers. I want to know what Magic Johnson put in your tea to make you go ahead and go from Cleveland to L.A. I'll give you one. I mean, I'm not literally saying he put something in his tea or his wine. You know, did he give you a Colt 45? Did he, did he, did he bring Billy D. Williams with, with him, you know, to get you to go to the Lakers? And let's be honest, the Lakers are not going to win with him right now. They won't win with him next year. Maybe the year after that? My brothers and a few Lakers fans will probably debate me down. And they're probably going to tell me that all my teams suck. No matter what team, um, basketball team it is, they're going to probably tell me that my team sucks. You know, Miami, yeah, we suck. But, however, you know, but I, yeah, we just suck. Brooklyn Nets, okay, we suck. Houston Rockets spanked that ass last night, though, so we don't suck that bad. So how about them apples? And I still have my Robert Ori rookie card. Hello. So, you know, just in case people in the back didn't hear me. I still have my Robert Ori rookie card in mint damn condition. And I'm saying mint condition, not as in the group mint condition. Y'all know exactly what mint condition means when it comes to cards and sports. So, yeah. Trust and believe damn condition. I have my Robert Ory rookie card. <sighs> so yeah, we spanked that ass. So shout out to the um, Houston Rockets for that. But um, uh, you know what is the what is it gonna take for LeBron to have a better supporting cast? We don't know. Um, you know he has you know the light skin of boy ball with the you know and look check this out. Ball is doing good, I guess. And you haven't heard much from his pops either. Magic probably had to shut that shit down. Excuse my language again. It's not late like the curse. He shut it down. He was like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna need you to really talk to your pops. Because your parents shouldn't be taking over uh, the team or 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 criticizing the coach out in public. You know, this is not high school or college. Like, your son's a grown man. Like, uh, my, my dudes. This is not what we're going to do at all. This is not professional. Not professional. Nobody wants their parents going to their job, criticizing their boss, and for the owners to see. They're going to get rid of you. So I'm glad someone finally put a muzzle on this dude. This, this is a washed-up-ass wannabe football player who, who didn't actually get a chance to play in any... I probably played one game back in the day arrogance is ridiculous, you know, and then, you know, you, you, you make a spectacle of your sons, and then you just, your, your, your wife, or whatever she is, your son's mother, you know, it, it's just, like, dude, I'm not happy that someone, you know, stopped this guy, because it just wasn't cool, but again, it's LeBron's supporting cast, and I don't, you know, I don't know what's gonna take, you want Kevin Durant? to come and play with LeBron, I mean, eh, okay, then that's a nice one-two punch, but then what happens after a one-two punch, you need to follow up, so who's going to follow up, Who, who's going to, you know, I, I'm not a big Kobe fan, anyone who knows me knows that, we were born the same year, he's 40, looks good for 40, never been a Kobe fan, especially when he's got that, um, 
<laughs> you know, y'all remember the fight with the Lakers and the Knicks, and I'm just going to leave about that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, young people, well, Kobe got that two piece. But real talk. Um, yeah, he got that two piece. He got that Popeye as well. He got that two piece. But like even with Kobe, he had Shaq. And again, you have a bunch of supporting players. I mean I not a Lakers fan, I can't remember everyone that played on the Lakers. You know, with that era. I like Byron Scott. <laughs> like Byron Scott, yeah, like Z Scott, you know, uh, there's Kareem, and there's Magic, and AC Green, yeah, AC Green, um, the one that remained a virgin until he was married, and let everybody know that, in the era where Magic Johnson was sleeping with all these women, he remained a virgin until he was married, and I respect that, you played for the damn Lakers, and you were celibate, yo, that is dope, no, not trying to diss them whatsoever. That, that, that's pretty cool. But again, that's the supporting cast I just named. That's old Lakers. When they had Pat Riley as a coach. Old Lakers. What are the new Lakers going to do? Luke Walton as a coach? Like that? Niggas like my age. I'm 40. What is he, 41? I mean, shoot. Tom Ryan Lowe is like, what, 40, 41, 42? I think he's like 42. I'm not old. I'm not even aging myself like that. I mean, I'm blessed to be my age. But, um, I know I ain't ready to coach no basketball. And again, you have to have a team built to run LeBron. And right now, they do not. And I don't care what any of you Laker fans say. You get excited because you got this light skinned dude here. You know, with a, with a loud mouth ass father. Y'all thought he's going to come in and change the world. And then you get LeBron. And everything's going to be fine. And you have McGee, who came from the Golden State Warriors. You know, and now he's a Lakers fan. Now he's back. Now he's with the Lakers. And y'all thought everything was going to come into play. It has not panned out for you guys. At all. What's the deal? Please. Let me know. Holler back. Let me know. It has not panned out for you guys. It just hasn't. Yes, I'm talking smack. It has not panned out for you guys. I don't know why. Yes, I do know why. Because, again, the Lakers are not trying to... Y'all claim that y'all trying to build around LeBron. But y'all not really trying to build around LeBron. Y'all trying to save money a little bit. LeBron cost you a pretty penny. You know, y'all not going to beat Golden State. Y'all not going to beat them, and y'all not going to be them. Golden State got too many weapons. From Durant, to Green, to my John B. friend over there, Thompson. I mean, they have too many, you know, just, uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just too many. It's just too many. And I didn't even get into Steph. It's too many. They can still win kind of sort of without Steph. Steph can just sit down for a little bit and chill. They have to... They, their bench is deep. You know, and they're not playing like they should. Granted. But someone said to me today, most NBA teams aren't doing that until the second half. You know, let's save our energy up. After All-Star game, our All-Star break, we can go ahead and, and, and let's get it. Primarily true. So... Oh no, LA fans, 
because right now the the, the the best team in California is the Golden State Warriors. Until somebody beats them, they are the team right now in California. Now, if you think otherwise, hey, send me a message. Let me know. But LeBron needs a better supporting cast. And Stephen, a. Ja- uh, Stephen um, Jackson said it. He's not blaming LeBron for the loss last night. <laughs> I'm not either. It's his damn supporting cast. He needs better castmates. But the Lakers ain't trying to hear me, though. <laughs> They're trying to be real cheap at it. Okay. okay. Moving right along to football. Um, have an issue with the Dallas Cowboys. And... I'm happy that we beat the Eagles twice. Say what you want about Jerry Jones. And, oh, you guys paid, you know, Jerry Jones paid everybody and then they wrote the check. That's the case. We didn't have a Super Bowl last year. Like, the NFL is, is, is finding Zeke for for a, a call while laying his head low and, and hitting someone like $25,000. And then you're finding him for, for putting, you know, uh, I forgot what stupid thing he did for Thanksgiving. Uh, I think he put money in the, the um, Salvation Army red thingy, Majig. Like y'all issues with the Cowboys are. Everyone who says who, everyone who hates the Cowboys, y'all are really obsessed with us, and I understand. I mean, look, I, I would be obsessed with us too. We still are America's team. One way you love us or you hate us, and a lot of y'all haters are secret ass fans. So come on, just just just. Well, never mind. We don't want no bandwagon ass fans. But, um, <laughs> the Rams look good. Don't know what's going to happen with the Patriots, because I'm not sure how they got beat by Miami Dolphins. Um, not a Tom Brady fan. I respect this game. Like, I don't have to like a team, per se. I do respect a lot of players' game. Tom Brady is good. I think we talked about the Giants. And, um, yeah, about, um, Eli. Um... Yeah. Um, they have to do something with that quarterback situation with Eli. I don't know. Uh, anybody has any idea? Not a Giants fan. I really shouldn't care. But um, yeah. Um, do I think the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl? Probably not. Um, I know the Super Bowl is in Atlanta. Do I think the Falcons are going? The Falcons went and choked. So um, yeah. Um, don't know what this, uh, I don't know how it's going to play out this year. Super Bowl is, is two months away, so, um, there's some games left, and I guess we will see, you know, um, I'm looking forward to it. So, moving, moving right along, um, again, this podcast is probably going to be super duper short. Um, I'm going to try to do this every week, at least twice a week, do like a talk about it Tuesday, you know, go back Thursday, and, and that'll be it, I'm gonna make sure that I keep whoever is listening engaged, because there are things that, you know, I do want to get off my chest, but I kind of want to run down some things with sports, politics real quick, I did not vote for Donald Trump, um, I think he's a jackass, so, you know, and how we treated the Central Park Five. If anyone grew up in the trusted area, you, you old enough to remember that. It's fucked up. Well, all these rappers growing up had them in his videos. 
Donald Trump is undercover racist. I feel that way, in my opinion. You don't have to like it. You don't care if you do. I don't even care if you don't, either. Again, my opinion. Um, I don't believe he didn't know about those payments to these porn stars. Or these women that he had an affair with. All you're doing is making sure your wife doesn't know. She knows now that she's a dummy and she doesn't believe it. You know what? I take that back. I should never call another woman names. But I don't think she's being smart. I want to say factual based or something. But I don't think she's being smart. Um, for not believing. I mean, even people on Fox News. You know, uh, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute. Come on. He, he's done something. You know, and Cohen was his, his go-to person. He got on national TV and defended him left and right. This dude threw you way under the bus and you got three years. How do you like dumb apples? You talking about lock Hillary up and how she going to look in a prison suit. Well, my dude, Hillary's not going to jail. But, my nigga, you are. Yes, I use the N-word. But, like, for real, you are. And what? Now you want to get on Good Morning America and talk to George Stephanopoulos? Say that five times when you're sober. <laughs> and, and, and confess your sins? Like, because you thought he was going to have your back. You probably thought he was going to pardon you and say, you know what, I got your back. He's not loyal. Is that Chris Brown who's telling that song, these hoes ain't loyal? Not loyal. He's not even loyal probably to his own damn kids. He's not loyal. He's a shrewd real estate man. Like, come on. He knew damn well about those payments. Do I think he's going to be impeached? No. I'm so tired. <laughs> tired of the news. Talking about... Stop talking about him, CNN. I'm getting tired of watching y'all do. Stop talking about him. Like, like, really. There's certain things we should know about. Like the Mueller probe and this, that, and the third. Talk about it and then move on. There are other things going on in the world besides Donald damn Trump. Really, there is. But Barack Obama did half this mess. <laughs> Y'all be the he under the jail. You know what I know. He'd be under the jail. You know, he's not gonna Donald Trump is not gonna be impeached. I don't think anything's gonna happen to him one way or the other. <sighs> I have to take a break for a second. I was going on this whole tangent. Um, and I'm stuffing and I don't feel good. Oh, congested all up in here. <laughs> but, you know, I just feel like at the end of the day, nothing's going to happen. And, like, when's enough enough for people? Like, just stop reporting on it, dude. You journalists, I love y'all. I'm about to agree in that. Like, stop it with him. Stop it. Like, really. Find something else to talk about. Michelle Obama sold so many books. Talk about that. Talk about the Bush family trying to heal after they lost. I mean, eh, something else besides this damn clown in the White House. It's like tabloid reporting. Like, really, like CNN's becoming like TMZ. Like, come on. Like, please, spare us. Stop. 
You know, he's mad. He's going to shut the government down because we're not building the wall. I thought Mexico was supposed to pay for the wall. Mexico was like, F you. We're not paying for shit. Now you're mad because the Democrats or whoever's not going to agree to send you money for the wall. You promised when you out there on the road, you know, um, stopping your ground and, oh, Mexico's going to pay for the wall right before you became president. And even after you became president, Mexico's still going to pay for the wall on the border. Mexico ain't paying for nothing. They told you, like, kids are ass. We're not paying for shit. But now you're going to shut the government down because you're not getting your way. Yeah. That's politics, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. Again, Barack Obama did this. Y'all be ready to hang him. And I'm sorry, it's the truth. So now this big ass baby is mad. Yo, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. When Joe Biden said he wanted to whoop his ass, I'll pay for that. I would pay per view. I would pay for that. Yo, Joe Biden looked like he could take a whole lot of people. So I look. I got my money on uh, on top of Joe. Go ahead and whoop his ass real quick. You know, oh, I can't believe Joe Biden said that. But the president is a Twitter thug. He gets on Twitter and says whatever he wants, and there's no consequences for it. Like, this is what kids have to look up to. Do not look up to the president of the United States right now, boys and girls. Don't do it. That's not presidential. Going on Twitter and being a bully and a thug is not cute. Again, if Barack Obama did that, (sighs) y'all know what would happen. But anyways... I'm done ranting about Donald Trump. Boys and girls, is there good in him? Probably. Good in everybody. Probably. But, um... Following Instagram today, and, you know, um, Remy Ma's in labor, and Papoose is excited, and prayers up to them. You're like, bringing a life into this world is beautiful. Uh, I look forward to being in love again, and you know, but the person I think I sort of kind of want doesn't live in my state, and he has like 10,000 excuses, but I'll say this, because I was talking about long-distance relationships with a friend of mine, if you really wanted to be with someone, you would do what it takes to make it work, distance to me is an excuse, I said it, I'm not taking it back, some people can't handle long-distance relationships, and some people can't, and to those who can't, I'm not mad at you for it, um, I respect it. I can deal with it. As much as I need somebody close to me, I respect distance and I respect space and I respect that, you know, um, we'll find a way to make it work. My philosophy, I've been in a few, I've been in a few that worked. I've been in one that hasn't. So I I can see both sides of it. But if you really wanted to make it work, you would. There's people in the military that make their long distance marriage work. And no one's cheating and no one's doing things, you know. You make it work if it's like that. Um, I know I am worth it to someone if they don't live here where I, wherever I live at. And they say, hey, you know what? I don't want to be with you, but I don't live where you are. Well, we're going to figure it out, and then we're going to try to figure out how we can both be together. And I respect that. And I respect the someone that cares enough and loves me enough to want to make the effort to make it work. And some people can't. Some people can't. You know, let's just... I have to sneeze. That's the part of life. Excuse me. What? 
I'm, I'm actually sitting down on that whole topic because I will pick that up on my next podcast. <laughs> because that's probably a good topic to really divulge into a little bit more. So, this is Mr. Boots Playhouse. I'm sorry I'm stuffy. I'll be back next Tuesday. Talk about Tuesday. We're going to talk about relationships, law and business relationships, and a bunch of other stuff that's probably going to happen this weekend. Peace. Come out well. And with the word. Peace. And make sure you come out and play with us next time. Have a good night. God be. God bless. Nothing but positive energy. Now I'm out.